It's time for Cofield and Company. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? The only good news today is no news at all. If any member of the staff approaches a player, the end is near. It's Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota Studio, only on ESPN Las Vegas. All right, crank it up. You know, you should have a music band that is uh, 180 minutes long. We could just roll it underneath the entire show one day. Although this hard knocks, we've talked about it. By the way, it's Steve Cofield. Cofield and company. Adam Hillis here is the company. We get right into it. Damon here as well. Uh, this year on Hard Knocks has been a little bit weird, so we'll get into that a little later on the show with Football Insider, Miles Simmons. So today's very interesting. Today is very interesting. Uh, cut day, and we're going to get to that here in five minutes. I got to tell you, something just came down in Major League Baseball, and I don't want to. I don't want to do the same freaking theme speech I do all the time with the A's about us investing $380 million in the Oakland A's, but I'm going to have to do my little offshoot here because what have I said repeatedly? We are investing in the sport of baseball, which has a lot of warts and an audience that is growing older and older. They're making a ton of their money. like They're making up what would be a gap between the old heads watching and younger people because they kind of pissed away about 20 years of promotion with the way they ran the game. So I'm not sure how many 30- to 50-year-olds watch baseball, but they've made it up by blowing up internationally, which, hey, it's smart. You know what? They're still making a lot of money. So anyone out there who's like, baseball is struggling, they're making money. And that's also why you have so many owners who are incredibly arrogant in their own markets, Adam, where they're like, uh, yeah, 27-year-old stadium, we're leaving. Like, where are you going? It was something we talked about last week where we've now got Baltimore, Zona, Milwaukee, Chicago, and the Rays, along with the A's, all looking around going, hey, you don't give us what we want. We could be out of here. But the offshoot that I've talked about is we're investing in a sport that does not treat its fans very well. It just doesn't. And I'll give you the flip side. I don't love everything Adam Silver does because I think he's a kinder, gentler, Don David, uh, you know, whatever. What, what would he call him in the past? Don, Don, Don David, David Stern. Or, Don David it was, it was like Don Davey. It was like a, you know, a mob guy when he told, uh, he mentioned a comment about Stan Van Gundy, like, we won't be seeing him anymore. Like, are you going to off him in the desert in Detroit? I think he was working in Detroit at the time. But Silver has stepped in and going back to Stern. Stern stopped. That Chris Paul to New Orleans deal, I still think that was horrific. He, you know, effed up the Lakers franchise for a while and some for some reason gifted that dirtbag Donald Sterling. But, like, you get that there's some rule over the owners, right? Almost every other league, it's like, hey, whatever the owners want to do, the commission just kind of stands there and every once in a while he'll make – a couple of moves to send a message like, oh, I am in charge. But we know in the NFL, Gradell's not in charge. And Bobby Manfred is about as weak as it gets. Like He's going to do whatever the owners want him to do. He rarely steps up and says no. Well, today, something just happened about 45 minutes ago. He's got to say no. This is outrageous. The Angels, on August 29th, just decided to cut a bunch of guys that they had recently acquired and gave up 
Assets for. So today, just waivers. <laughs> Lucas Giolito, Hunter Renfro. Matt Moore. Matt Moore, who's you know kind of a lefty special at this point. Randall Grichik. You know, some of these guys can play, and when Giolito's right, he hasn't had a great year. But when some of these guys are right, they're going to help other teams. And, you know, I, I you can come at me and go, well, the season's over. You know, it's time to tank. I mean, is tanking really a thing in baseball? It's just the message, oh, to, the, the message to the fans. He's just trying to save money. Yeah. And I'll tell you, back in the day, there was an owner of the A's, right? And there were times when the commissioner had to step in a few times and go, no, this is bad for baseball. Do you think Bobby has the stones to throw him up on the table and go, Artie Marino, not freaking cool. You can't just cut a bunch of players to save money for five weeks. What if the counter is, hey, we're trying to get every cent we can to make this offer for Otani? Yeah. I, I, I don't buy it. I actually I think Camp Otani is going to look at this and go, you know, it's the same old crap. We can't trust this guy. He doesn't want to win. Well, that's fine. But, I mean, if, if their answer, you can't, you can't fight back on that being an answer. Like, I don't believe it either. But if they said, hey, look, this is about competition. This is about being competitive. This is about the fans. We have to sc- scrape every cent we get. We can get together. Every cent that we save here is all being added onto the Otani offer. Like I, That would be the counter. Okay. And, and my counter would be, I don't believe it. I'm the commissioner. You're not doing this. Put them back on the team. That's what has happened in the past. I mean, think about it. If... If David Stern, you know, Clippers, New Orleans, Lakers happened now, like you'd be outraged, and we were outraged at the time. Yeah, they, the commissioner's just like, nope. Well, that, that and Stern was, about, was pro- Stern yeah. probably was wrong, but at the time, New Orleans didn't really have ownership, yeah. so the league was controlling the team. But th- th- that shouldn't have happened, but it did because David Stern has that much power, and maybe he was a little bit arrogant in doing it. But Rob Manfred doesn't step up and do anything, yeah. so every owner, just like in the NFL, can do whatever they have they want. And this is a terrible look because it doesn't. It's not helping you rebuild because if you were rebuilding, you wouldn't have traded away assets three weeks ago to get them. So again, if you're just tuning in, the Angels just don't care. Artie Moreno put the team up for sale, you know, whatever it was five months ago. Pulled it back off sale after two weeks. What is he doing? They just they just dumped you know one of their best three pitchers, Giolito, a couple of veteran outfielders, you know, and Renfro's better than uh, Grichik at this point. It's just like throwing in the towel. You, you can't let this happen. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of with you, but I, again, I think if you have a, a valid explanation, and to me that would be, even if I don't believe it, <sighs> like you can't just make these rules. You can't just make these arbitrary it's just, decisions. It's just a, it's a devastating day of cuts, and I'm not an Angels fan, but I do, you know, I'm worried about the welfare of you and Demond and JVT and JVT Angels Candy fan, and the, the company. Uh, and that's my worry. Now, now, you know, John could be in the doldrums here. I don't know what's going on. I was already bumming. I don't know why you s- don't. Damon, send really sad stories at night so I can process overnight. Why would you send me the news from HBO Max? Is it really over? My favorite show? I smiled when I saw the news. Wait, don't be like that. Finally. I, I, don't think, time I, I don't think Adam was ever in on this discussion. We, we, did it, one. we did it a lot. Idle. Yeah. yeah. After episode one, they should have said, you know what? No. It's over. You were wrong. <laughs> that turned out to be a great show. People the weekend were... is a tremendous actor. Oof. Is that Selena is that Selena song about the weekend? That's the real question. 
Selena's new song, everybody's speculating, was about the weekend from their brief relationship. Is it very five complimentary? Years ago. No. No. <laughs> no. He's probably no. a weirdo the way he is on the show. If that was like his artistic vision, you know what a pop star should do? Just turn her life over to some guy while he mooches off of her. Yeah. Very realistic. Yeah, for sure. Very. That's a what lot the of major about? stars have had that yes. happen. Oh, you you uh, you read nothing about the show. It was very. Just keep, it was very controversial and very highly debated on the show. I keep thinking that people. I've heard you guys talk about it, but I just every time I see Idol, I'm like, oh, American Idol. It says it's a shortened. <laughs> it's a bad name. Shortened version. Yeah, it's a bad name. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But it's officially canceled. That's it. Oh, officially, HBO. They knew what they were doing. That's they absurd. said this show sucked. Just because people are too stupid, not you, uh, to understand the nuances <laughs> I'll give you, of the show. I'll give you something to watch. It's a great instead. show. Something to watch instead. It's only an hour and a half, but nobody's watching it. You know that Roku has a documentary that was behind the scenes of the draft? It's on Roku. Who even knows to check there? Which draft? This past NFL draft. Oh, really? Yes. Is it good? They're in the war room of the Colts, the Cowboys. Can you get Roku on other carriers? I don't think so. Really? They just buried it on Roku? Like, literally, a- on my, I have a Roku device, and it just like popped up. Hey, this, this documentary is on your Roku. I'm like, okay. They've got their own original content? Yeah. Who knew? I, I didn't. But is watch like channels as well? They, how do you? I don't. I don't know how Roku this. works. Listen to this. It's it's it basically. I only know it as it, I have it to. It it's what I get all my apps on. It's like the device where all the apps like get right. loaded into. So it's like Fire TV or yeah. whatever that Chrome thing was. That yeah. I don't know if anyone uses. But it so I I load all the apps. So I load Netflix and YouTube TV and all those onto the Roku, and that's where you watch it through. But then Roku has its own things. I was I was in its own blank. But they have their own things. There's a documentary about the draft. Original programming. In the yeah. auxiliary studio right across the way, there is a Roku remote. Oh. So I might have you can to watch uh, it in yeah. there. I mean if you took it, would anyone notice? Now, I would have wanted <laughs> I would have wanted Well, more. I mean what is programmed to that TV? Is that studio down? No, yeah, this one over here. Oh, one the, of the temporary back. Fox Sports now. Because Fox is getting, you know, repaired. So the auxiliary yeah. studio right across Do the way. Do we need a temporary Fox Sports? Do we have any programming? Live program right now? The weekend? How, how dare you disrespect Heatway Sports? So weekend stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I I was watching that. I wanted more out of this documentary, honestly. I have no idea what you're talking about. I wish I knew yeah, about so it. Behind the scenes uh, of the draft, but it's so what's it's the good? title, so I can Google it. I think it's like the draft. Okay. <laughs> That's as bad as Idol. The draft. Is it really the draft? I don't know. It literally just it popped up. Like, do you want to watch this? And I said, sure. It's got to be available somewhere else. I don't think it is. And I guarantee it, it cannot be Roku original. No, you. I will say this. There is a. Someone on Twitter, send in what this draft show is. It's got to be He's for something else. What's NFL about. draft? The pick is in a Roku original. <laughs> a Roku, a Roku original. Roku. Yes. Do I have to pay for this now too? Oh, probably. Come on, yes. feed it somewhere else. You will. There, there is a media person prominently featured that I think you, oh, you will hate no. even more. Than you Where? Are. What is it? National or local? National. I don't want to know. Just we'll save it. I will find it. I'll read up on it. Free with ads, so good luck. That yeah, I mean, so you're good. Yeah, it was ads. Which threw me oh, off I love a ads. Bit. I love ads. I'm the only person. Who, you know, I love ads. But I was watching this. Like I'm streaming this documentary. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like 15 minutes in, and there's an ad, and I'm like, ah, I, I was so mad in my house. Oh, I love ads. <laughs> so I need a break. <laughs> I think I drink. Uh, if I'm relaxed, I probably drink a beer every every two blocks of a show. Okay. So I need to get up and. Oh, I need sense. a mini fridge right next to the couch. I don't know why. I, oh, they have the couches that have the uh, in the cushion. I'm not ready to invest in a new they have couch. The, <laughs> but they have Although the, I should. The fridge in the cushion. We have uh, our. We have a lot of cats. There's no sense in buying new okay, furniture. That's fair. 
It's a it's a disgusting depository of That's cat fair. stuff. Yes, sure. It's not good. It's not good. We're just stalling right now. I mean, I enjoy the conversation. Are the Raiders actually? I thought there was a one P deadline on roster moves. There's, well, a lot of a lot of teams are just announcing them right now or have not announced them yet. Um, it, they had to have the moves into the league by one. Okay, but they don't have to announce them to us. So, what do you think's going on with the Raiders? Ah, it's Detroit. Uh, I just keep seeing rosters pop up. And oh, no, that's not them. Um, by the way, can I can I break in for one second before you answer the question? I expected complete chaos at the beginning of the show with your focus. I know because I didn't. Well, I didn't. First of all, I didn't know that the cuts were being held. Uh, two, I'm driving in, and you know, I safely at a light in my phone holder will check Twitter, uh, Z Z, and I noticed that you were on with. Uh, Ari show Q I think, right. I think I can't get I can't get in trouble now for it. So he was, but he, I was on the phone driving here with Q on the show yeah. while I was scanning Twitter and email and texts. But then, but cuts. then I I pulled Adam's. Adam is the king of if you pull up next to him at any given point, something is blaring through the speakers. He's usually on the phone or doing an interview. Were you doing another or, interview or in between? Loud hip hop. Were you doing another interview? No, that in was between? Q. Oh, that was. Yeah, and oh, then I sound like him. And then he started throwing things in my car, and Q <laughs> hears like the thing the pelting against the window. He's like, "What's that?" I'm like, "Ah, Cofield's throwing things at my car." I threw. I had a couple <laughs> pieces of ice that fell out on my seat, so I was trying to distract him. Did he have a follow up? No, it was, it was. We were hanging up. Okay. And he's like, "Why is it? What is it? What's going on? Are you, is it raining? Something's hitting your car." I'm like, "Ah, Cofield's throwing things." Hail. I don't know. Hail on a 101 degree yeah. day. Yeah. So yeah, that's where we are right now. Completely discombobulated. Adam is... Uh, send, I, send the cuts. Don't you have to go do a video, too, with the RJ? As soon as they release something. No. Yeah. So he'll be gone for Zoom. a while, Damon. On Zoom. Oh, you have to do a Zoom? So yeah. you'll just do that live with us? I can. Can if we just want. run that before yeah, it gets... If you want to. We're just going to run your raw video. I'll do it during a break, and then if it, if we come back while I'm still on, then... You'll just be off in the distance, yeah. yelling. You just hear me. I'll just, I'll just be sitting right in this chair with the Okay, mic so on. you have sources. What's ETA on the Raiders' moves? <laughs> well, they'll probably send something out like five minutes before it goes out public and say, hey, they're coming. Let's see if Rondo Carpenter's tweeted anything, actually. Yeah. Is that, well, that's, you, you bought into that the other day. Is that a fake Rondo Carpenter, the uh, Raiders expert? Yeah, that uh, a couple people in the building bought into and then texted me. What did they buy into? I didn't buy into anything. Rondo Carpenter sent out a, sent out a tweet breaking oh, you, news. You bought a no, report? No, 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 and then, no, no. I didn't buy into DeMond it. DeMond texted me like, do you know anything about this? So like, Someone well, with good information <laughs> told me like, hey, the, the Jacob's deal is happening like any minute now. Technically true because it didn't happen the next day. The Raiders just wanted to save it, you know, and dump it on the weekend. That's <laughs> yeah, why. And that was Rondo Carpenter. Rondo Carpenter. But I didn't yeah. get it from Rondo Carpenter. <laughs> no, you got it from somebody that got it from Rondo Carpenter. Yeah. Okay. The fake fake condo. Boy, Twitter. Uh, tomorrow you can see all this fun and frivolity and disorganization live at the Rampart. We're going to be <laughs> in the sports book at the Rampart. Uh, make sure you get on down there. They've got the uh, pigskin parlay. You score more for uh, your play highest. Winning parlay card payout for the uh, season wins a $500 bonus at the end of the season. And they always have great drink specials, food specials on the day of or days of the games throughout the season. $2 draft beers, $3 bottled beer, 4 bucks on the Bloody Marys. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't love the hot dog cart? Oh, yeah. Uh, Monday and Thursday, the primetime game Saturday and Sunday, they got the hot dog cart out there. So nice cheap hot dogs. Uh, they've got tremendous restaurants there. We'll tell you more about it tomorrow, 3 o'clock. We're going to be live at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook, Cofield and Company. Again, kicking off at 3 o'clock tomorrow at Rampart. 
how you pronounce my name is is Bijan. Okay. Like that's how you say my name. But I say I say Bijan. Okay. Um, and I, I don't know why I say that. Like all my life I said that, and my mom's like, why do you say your name like that? Like just how everybody says it. But I don't I don't. It doesn't really like affect me on on how it's said. So if you guys want to say Bijan, like go ahead. But if you guys want to say Bijan, I mean I'm I'm cool with that too. Now back to Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota Studio. I mean, Adam Hill's looking at us like we have three heads. I mean, that is that's Tyrod, Tyrod, Roy, Wah all over again. No, I'm, I'm no, because here's the problem. The reason I was looking at you because I was very into it, and I was like, oh, how does he say? It? I feel like both those were the same. No, 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 no. Bajan? Is it Bajan? It's supposed to be Bajan, right? But he says it Bijan, and everyone else says it Bijan, and then at the end, he's like, I don't care. It's Which is the, it's the same thing as it's Travis Kels. It, and it's also the same thing as Tarad and Tyrod. Well, that was that's slightly different. Why is it different? Because that's an argument between his parents. Oh, who uh, who who goes Tyrod? Dad? Uh, I can't remember. One of them is Tyrod and one of them is Tarad. I think his mom is Tarad and his dad is Tyrod, and they had a disagreement about it. Hmm. So that was that issue. In the case of Travis Kels, his name literally is Travis Kels. And, but no one is going and then with Kels. everyone, since he got to the NFL, has just called him Kelsey – and he's like, I don't care enough to correct everyone, but my name is Travis Kels. Do does society get to make a rule and go? That sounds stupid. No, no. I your think Kels. I think Kels sounds stupid. Although there okay. was a Trey Kell, no S at San yeah. Diego State, right? Yeah, that's a different name. But it, but the thing is, if the subject says I don't care, and it's been the pronunciation, then I guess we have to stick with the pronunciation. But if they care, they, if they didn't care, they never would have mentioned it. So they care. Oh, I, you know what? I There's Bajan. By the way, I just thought of the other one, and oh, I, no. I can't do it. Oh, no. I can't do this again. You which, know what I'm talking about. Which one? The tight end for the Raiders, now with the Saints. Oh. Foster Morrow. Did you hear this one? Were you, you were around, right? Of course, yeah. So he comes out of LSU. He's Foster Moreau. And then it, was it his dad who was like, yeah, everyone's saying it the wrong way? No. Uh, Foster mentioned it one day. He said, well, people kind of say my, my name however they want, but it's not really accurate. So I spent a couple hours tracking down his father. Yeah. He did a hardcore investigative <laughs> piece on how this guy's allowed I've everyone st- to say his name incorrectly. I've still got Lyle's, uh, I've still got Lyle's phone number. If you want to call him. And then we got into uh, like a mini argument with people online because they're like, I've never heard it pronounced Foster Moreau. Yeah. And we're like, what are you talking about? Every I, broadcast I, ever was, has said it Moreau. It was his story. I lost it on one guy, and I spent an hour finding announcers over the previous five years at LSU and in the NFL saying Moreau and clipped it together. And I think I sent it to the guy, whoever it was, and it, you know, anonymous person, and they were like, who cares? I'm like, <laughs> that's not the response. You said, you said you've never heard Moreau. Here's 17 announcers. But it, it's, all, it's, it, it's this story that's gone. I mean, the wah. Roy thing is like that's another one. That's so, and that's so it is that's wah, Nick's right? fault. It is why. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's it's Bajan's fault. He's no, been, he's saying it now. No, but but the, no, the, but the end, one, he said he doesn't care. The you guys confuse me on like. Can I just play it again? Is it Bajan or Bijan? Bajan. It's Bajan. Bajan Robinson. Or is it Bijan? How you pronounce my name is is Bijan. Okay, like that's how you say my name. Bijan. But I Bijan. say I say Bijan. Okay, um, and I, I don't know why I say that. Like all my life I said that, and my mom's like, "Why do you say your name like that?" Like just how everybody says it. But 
I don't, I don't, it doesn't really like affect me on, on how it's said. So if you guys want to say Bijan, like go ahead. But if you guys want to say Bijan, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with that too. We, that, this is Bijan. It's anarchy. We're all saying the same thing. Dude, it's it's your name. It's not Bijan. It's Bijan. It's your name. You have to make a ruling on it. It's Bijan. Like if, can can we go with what the internet, one, one person on the internet called you? Demon? Yep. You're demon from now on. And then when I ask you, you'll be like, yeah, it's fine. Your name's not Demon. No, he corrected that guy. I did correct that you guy. You did do it authoritatively. <laughs> yes, but sometimes people do stress. My grandma would always stress the D. It'd be D-moan. Wait, oh, no. no. Yeah. Yeah. Moan? Where's the moan coming from? D-moan. D-moan? Yeah. Is now that, now you're, you're doing the same thing. Is that thing. how we're supposed to call you now? That's what grandma would say. D-moan. Well, okay. Who named you? My mother. And that's her mother that would say Demon. What did, what she, did, what did she, she say? What does she want? It's Demon. That's what it is. Demon? Yeah. Okay. Demon. 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 <laughs> Demon. <laughs> it's Demon, Bajan, Moro, Kels. Wah? Tyrod. Wait. Wah. We, we need to record that. The problem with Wah. Yeah. With, and we're talking about Nick Wah, of course, from the Golden Knights. This was – so when they traded for him from Carolina, there was a lot a lot of people were like, is it Roy or Wah? Is it Roy or Wah? So I went and fa- – this is my, my doing again. You I love this. Like, I went and found him from juniors, from his juniors league team. When they went around and they said, everybody say your name, and he said Nick Roy. He said Nick Roy. Mm-hmm. So I put that out. And for a couple of days, everybody called him Nick Roy. And then when he got here, he said, ah, it's actually Wah, but you Americans just prefer to hear Roy. Like, first of all, what? Yeah. Like, no, I don't think anybody cares. Just no tell one, us what it no, is. I think we adjusted pretty quickly. If anyone misunderstood Patrick Wah. Patrick Wah, no one wasn't like a constant Patrick Roy, was yeah. there? Like, okay. We got it. We're not that stupid. Okay. So it's, it's, it's Nick Wah is his name. But, like, I do feel like the the person or at least their family should be the ones that determine how the name is said. And Travis Kels is one that I will not – I'm not – But no one now. recognizes it. It's so his name. It. I know, but no one recognizes we it. We left Zion out I'm of this conversation. Zion? Yeah, it's um because it's – we say Zion, but it's Zion. Okay, that's true. That's fair. Mm. All right, is there a chance – because we got to move on. Is there more it, players? Is there is well? Is there a chance? Let's make let's make official rulings Who's, today. This soccer federation guy does he he want he probably wants to go by Ruby Ailes now. I think he wants to go. I don't think he wants anybody saying his name. Oh, I think he that guy's standing loud and proud. He is. But I, we have we, let's let's get to this on the other side. Real real quick hit the latest update on the Spanish soccer official who freaking laid a big smooch on one of the Spanish. Uh, female soccer players, and now his mom, apparently in support of Ruby Alice, is now starving herself to death. A lot to get to. Uh, we're just in a waiting pattern right now. Um, today is cut day. Teams have to get down to 53 in the National Football League. The deadline was 1 o'clock. Right now, um, publicly, the Raiders have 70 players. So, I don't know. They traded Neil Farrell, recent draft pick, to the Chiefs, which I think we got to break down. That's kind of interesting to trade a guy in the division to help them out when they're having issues with their own holdout. And Chris Jones, Damon Cofield, and Adam Hill. Demon. Uh, uh, Demon. Boy, I, I created a monster. It's going to be <laughs> two and a half hours of being corrected on names. Uh, is it Pharrell? Not Farrell? Farrell. Okay. 
Rubiales is the soccer federation guy in Spain. And this is, it really has turned into a big male versus female deal. And except for the female that's starving herself to death because uh, Rubiales' mom is on a hunger strike in support of him. So I don't know what I'm rooting for there. Um, here's the dude analyzing this story because it really does seem crazy. If you didn't hear, you didn't hear or see the story, uh, the Spanish women's team wins the World Cup. This guy's the head of the federation. He walks up to one of the women, grabs her behind the head, and brings her in and gives her a big smooch on the lips. And like female athletes, including her, other Spanish female athletes are flipping out. Soccer players across the world are mad about it. I think it's important to note, like it's not like this was this just happened and all of a sudden it's like, oh, get this guy. No. He was hated already. Yeah, there's a lot of really questionable decisions he made, including standing by the coach when, hey, look, it worked out, they won, but a bunch of their best players didn't go because of him and the coach. We're not playing for them. This is what I don't understand about this whole Louis Rubiales situation, why the whole Spanish FA is trying to risk it all just to save this creep. FIFA suspended him, UEFA suspended him, they're about to kick Real Madrid and Barcelona out of the Champions League, the Spanish government wants him suspended. What the hell does this guy know that the Spanish FA is protecting him so much, everyone wants him gone? It's a fair question. <laughs> well, and, and also, I mean, look, it there is an aspect of and this I was literally just thinking about this earlier today with with players of like what are you willing to tolerate for players um and I think it came up because this is I know this is way up but like uh Pac-Man Jones I heard today talking about cut day him AJ Hawk has been cut three times uh from NFL teams so on McAfee show they were talking about it and Pac-Man was like yeah, I got cut and they're like wait you were great and he's like well I got cut for things off the field. Right. And and you're and you're thinking, hey, there is a different level of what you're able to tolerate based on success. This guy just won a World Cup. Like that's that's what he knows. So when you say, like, what did this guy know? He won. Right. And but so he, that's but he is, why he's being protected. But he is an insufferable jackass yeah. and there seems to be some toxicity there. And now it's become a gigantic female issue because it's not as you heard, the depth there from uh, – I want to give credit to this guy. He's up on TikTok, did a good piece of <laughs> analysis Sports, there. That's your he's deep. He's duh, little person Zimbo. Are we sure it's Zimbo? Well, he's actually that's dumb. Kidding. He's actually dumb midget Zimbo, but I don't okay. think we're allowed to. Okay. Could be Zimbo, though. You don't know how to pronounce it. I'm going to uh, go Zimbo. But I, I it's think, a whole pronunciation day. No, but I think in this case, it is – look, there's a different standard. And th- this, was, mm. this is a guy that was hated, yeah. despised. Players didn't want to play right. because of him, and they won. So they're like, okay, this guy knows something. Like He knows how to win. He's so put think together this right. you think they move forward in international play minus like six players? Or what if the whole team said we're not playing, they just get new on, players? On the women's side, they did. Yeah. Like, a bunch of their best players didn't play. Well, I, I love cases like this because I love athletes to bond together, power numbers. But it'll be kind of amazing if the entire roster is behind her and says no international play, and then they have to go out and get scabs. I'll call them scabs or, you know. Um, and then other country soccer teams are like, we're not playing either. We're going to bring down against, all, of the, all, all of FIFA. Like we want to play against them? <laughs> right. Or just not play. Well, I don't think anybody has, like, I think everyone, everyone except for the Spanish Football Federation wants, wants him out. Yeah. Like, FIFA's not on his side. They want him out, too. This is crazy. Like, literally he's everyone. Got, is he uh, in a 90, what is he, a 90-day suspension? D- yeah, but it, I mean, so you think everyone's they're trying forget to forget about him. it when he comes out. No, hey, I'm out of jail. No, no. They're, they're going. They're going to continue. He will be out at some point. Like that's going to happen. He will be. 
It's just a matter of how it happens and when it happens. How skinny does his mom have to get on the hunger strike? Right. <laughs> I don't think that's going to change it necessarily. But really, yeah, he's you, going to be out. Do you think he will allow his mom to perish? No. How old, how, how old is he? Sneaking granola bars or something. Oh, you think they're going to seek leaf yeah, feeder? Yeah. <laughs> that's not a stand. We're going to do this or not? It's true. Lay your life on the line for your son. Well, I think she'll be like, he'll be like. I was just going to say, my mom would do it. No, she wouldn't. No. Uh, but I think no, he'll. There's no way. Like, he might tell her, like, at some point, like, hey, like, this might be a really long process. <laughs> like, even if it works out for, in our favor, it might be a couple of years. Like, uh, Anyone want to make a, a mistake here and do something stereotypical food for Spain? You want to blow it? What do they eat? I don't know. I was hoping you were going to blow it and just mention something, you know, throw out tacos or something and insult everybody. I, that's exactly my point. Maybe they can sneak her no, some paella. Oh, that is. That's, that's, Do we need to go to break? Oh, did I just blow it? No, keep it going. Devon's nodding his head, so you're with me. Paella is Spanish. All right. Well, Ooh. with his mother, I haven't eaten since Sunday as well. Oh, that's right. So uh, At some point in the show, we have to get into your fast. I can't hate you anymore. You're actually the thinnest person on the show, the most in-shape person, and you're fasting. But they're looking for it now. And there it is. Bingo. Touchdown from long distance. One of the great throws you'll see all year. This, the alien Josh, alien Allen. Unbelievable. Now, back to Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota Studio. Time for another Raiders opponent preview early in the season. The Bills on the road for the Raiders. Adam Hill's favorite team. Loves to discuss him. Matt Perino. We've had him on many times, uh, Syracuse.com. Uh, Matt, what's the uh, podcast you do? Uh, it's the Shout Podcast. Shout. You want to explain to the uh, Vegas audience that aren't Bills fans why it's called Shout? Yeah, we did a poll when we first launched it a couple years ago for Bills fans to pick a name. And obviously the Shout song in Buffalo yes, kind yes. of synonymous with the team. And there's a couple like spinoffs on Bills Mafia. We didn't really like that as much. And uh, it's taken off, so it, it works. Bills make you want to shout. Are you doing a live podcast the night before the Raiders game? Uh, yes. Are you going to be in town? I am. Dude, Saturday night, <laughs> the sixteenth. You get some wing nuts. Wait, do you do, them, do you it. do a live uh, podcast out and about? Yeah, so we're we Whoa. have a uh, sponsorship deal with a local uh, wing spot. It's called Wing Nuts. It's a, it's kind of like a newer popular spot uh in town and we'll do that the night before the Raiders game nice nice I assume you're getting some uh, cash on that one oh yeah okay I don't, oh, yeah. I don't I don't need to know your business but uh we we know someone where I'm sure they would host it but I'm not sure they're gonna put up any bucks but anyway oh, um, he's, he's friends with him I know he is okay. with uh, Naked okay. City Chris okay I gotta get something out of the way right out of the gates uh Matt Perino's with us we're talking bills so Adam has told the story about dysfunction and why you know Diggs is mad, Adam? Can you do it really quickly again? It's what happened with Josh it's Allen. It's not public. Okay, well you I act can't. like it's public. No, I don't. I, oh, I've really? said many times I can't say what the. I issue thought you was. told the story on the no, air. No. All right. Okay. So what's his, currently what's his relationship status? Josh with Diggs. No, jo- with... no. Josh Allen is single. Yeah. Does he have a girlfriend? Or they broke up. I don't know. Like, I guess it's with uh, Haley Steinfeld. Uh, he's been uh, seen okay. around uh, and about with her. All right. Uh, but he's definitely not with his former girlfriend, Britt Williams, anymore. Okay. Yeah. She's out, and she's thirst-trapping all over the place. She's okay. very single. So on the, on the Britt Williams, I'm assuming that's part of your story. I won't tell the whole story. Yeah. But I just have to relay you a story for both of you guys. So we're doing our fantasy football draft a couple weeks ago, right? 
and our buddy Saran Petro is there from WHB. And I was talking about Alan and some problems off the field and maybe, you know, maybe some female issues. He then gets on the phone and he's like, he's like, I don't, I don't get this. I don't believe this. And he's like, all right, let me text. He texts Sal Capaccio and is like, is there any truth to this? <laughs> Sal answers like, nothing, no problems. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So it's not public. So this thing that you think is breaking up the team is still under wraps. Yeah. And but but Matt, you know you know of these rumors, right? In Buffalo, like a lot of people in Buffalo are aware that maybe Joss has, has mismanaged things at times and maybe Diggs got mad about it. Yeah, like listen, there's speaking in I've heard probably a dozen, maybe a half dozen dozen different versions of the rumors that Adam's probably alluding to. Um <laughs> None of that stuff is public, and nobody in this whole uh, deal has made that a thing. But the, the, the problem with all of this is that, like, if you go back to the Stefan Diggs stuff, like, at, at Bill's minicamp a couple months ago, like, nobody on the Bill side or Diggs to this date has really said what the problem was yep. that he had. So now it lets this all of this stuff simmer and persist, and, and it makes you think that, who knows what it could have been, that, that, and we still don't know. And, and until that day, I mean, it's anybody's guess. I trust my people on it. I think it's true. Uh, what, what is – is Dalton Kincaid the number two receiver for the Bills? Whoa. Uh, ooh, that's a good question. Hitting with the big stuff right off the jump. I'd say yes. I'd say wow. he's the number two weapon in this offense. Uh, I think Gabe Davis and him are going to finish in the same – Fear of targets, but I just think like just going off of Gabe Davis's every year, it's it seems to be a different injury. Like if he may, if he misses any consistent time, and now listen, Kincaid's coming off of the back injury. He he hasn't looked like it's been a problem at all all summer, but that's something to kind of keep in the back of your mind. But with Davis, we've had three years of like these lower body injuries. It's always like an ankle, a foot, a calf. And, and, and they hamper him all season. Last year was a high ankle sprain that he, he didn't say was really ever better in the season. Um, so I'm higher on Gabe Davis than I think most are. I think that he has a role in this offense. It seems like Ken Dorsey has heard the murmurs. You know, Isaiah McKenzie went on a podcast this offseason and said he called him like deep shot Ken. Like he just kept sending Gabe Davis on deep shots all season. It seems like there's a little bit more nuance to the route running, at least in the training camp portion of the season. so uh, But I like Kincaid. I, I, I'm higher on Kincaid than most, and I don't think that the first-year tight end woes that everybody's predicting is pertinent here because most rookie tight ends don't go to an offense like that. Well, he's also not playing tight end, right? I mean, I, right. I feel like watching the way they line up, like he's not really going to play tight end. He's going to play mostly in the slot and line up all over the place. Steve is accusing me of asking this only because of fantasy. No, 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 no. He's, he's a local. No, I actually gave I gave you the finger, and it's fantasy stuff. No one cares. But we're in a league together. It was an auction league, <laughs> and I couldn't remember who outbid me because I was trying to get him. And of course, you always hoard money at the end. So, and then when I looked on our site, I'm like, you actually got him. You jerk. I did, of course, uh, of course I did. But no, he's a local. That's why. I'm, that's why I'm asking the question. Okay, the local kid. No, no, Andre, we're we're fine. No, it's a big, it is a big story, and I think it is cool that he he could be you know one of the primary pass catchers. So yeah. Uh, so are, are they embracing the fact that this year they're not what they were last year in terms of hype where everybody just said they were automatically winning the Super Bowl. Now this year they come in like, well, they're probably the third or fourth best team in the AFC. Uh, the jets are getting all the attention. The dolphins are getting all the attention. That's gotta be a good thing around the, around the building, right? Yeah. They love that. I mean, Sean McDermott, 
I feel like he's the kind of guy that just gets super anxious with the expectation. I think it's part of the reason why they've always been this super, like, keep everything in-house, don't let anything out. If it gets out, who said it? And I got to go find them and all this kind of stuff. I mean, they, they're, they're like a really, like, they keep everything in-house almost to, like, their detriment. Like, I think everybody kind of overreacts to the smallest things for years. They had these reporting guard, guidelines in practice where you couldn't even say who was lining up where and taking how many snaps and all this other stuff. It's like, guys, like, it, it's, it's August. It's July. Like, everything's going to be different in a month and a half. Nobody's going to remember half of this stuff. And as we've learned at these 53-man, you know, roster cutdown dates, half these guys won't even factor into the equation uh, a couple weeks later. So I think McDermott's leaning into it. I think he loves the fact that they can kind of lean into that underdog role. Again, they play better in that role. They have since 17. Wow, restrictions on what you can report. Join the club. Matt. <laughs> uh, shocker. <laughs> shocker on that one. All right, the uh, DeMar Hamlin story. So he made the team? He made the team, and he looked great this summer. I don't think this is a, like, PR type of move. Like, he's there for safety. I think he's going to play all four phases of special teams. They went out and they signed Taylor Rapp from the Rams, who is, like, that third safety up, and they're going to find ways to deploy him, whether it be, like, uh, six DBs. Uh, they play Taron Johnson in their, in their base package. Uh, they might even get him some snaps maybe in the slot. Uh, uh, sub in for Taron Johnson and maybe in a pinch this middle linebacker situation doesn't get figured out maybe they, they run him out there on third downs at middle linebacker just to see how that goes. I mean, Tyrell Dotson has been woeful all, all summer and Terrell Bernard, the kid they drafted in the third round last year, he can't stay healthy. So um, I think DeMar Hamlin will play and he'll, he'll be there for safety and he'll play some, some teams. What's going on with Von Miller? Pupless. This is exactly where we were headed. I mean, the guy, the guy's not practiced in a team setting yet, and I don't know what he's doing behind the scenes, but at training camp last year, Tredavious White, um, he was doing the same thing. He was kind of out doing the side work, and then they brought him inside, and then we didn't see him, uh, and then he started the season on Pup. So I think this was always where we were headed. They need him in December. They need him in January. And so I think slow playing it, and he probably doesn't want to do that. Like, he's obviously this athletic freak and super competitive. They traded Boogie Basham who today, who was this now this huge uh, disappointment, second-round bust. And so now uh, they're going to you know, elevate a couple guys. Leonard Floyd comes over from the Rams, too. They have Greg Rousseau. they got a kid named Kingsley Jonathan from Syracuse, a uh, guy obviously I've, I've covered pretty closely. Had a great training camp and looked better than Boogie Basham has ever looked coming off the edge, which I think is uh, – you know, some, some local fans are talking about Brandon Bean's draft history and his lack of day two um, wins, if you will. I think it's like 12 of the players he's drafted on day two. He's only found four starters, and of those four, I mean, Dawson Knox is like the, the, the biggest hit. So uh, they did better on day three this year, getting Osiris Torrance, you think, but he hasn't played it. There's a, there's a look at the Raiders preview, or Raiders season continues with our previews. Matt Perino, good friend of the show, covers the Bills, joining us, breaking it down right now. Uh, Doug McDermott, excuse me, Doug McDermott, <laughs> Sean McDermott, uh, thinking basketball too much. Uh, Sean McDermott is taking on added responsibility this year. What does that do as from a head coaching perspective? How distracting is that for him? Yeah, I, honestly, I hate the idea. Like, I think, like, it. 
it, it, he wants them to take on his identity. And if you ask Ron Rivera about him in Carolina, he was this super, like, hardo, like, aggressive, like, guys fed off that. I mean, Luke Keekley was his, his dude there, and I feel like he's hoping that a defense that over the last couple of years behind Leslie Frazier that was a little bit more passive, if you will, this bend but don't break, can get a little bit more aggressive, but I will say, guys, it's looked like the same version of the defense. They haven't looked any more aggressive. I mean, I saw in the Pittsburgh game, Tredavious White giving a 10-yard cushion on third and seven and giving up a first down. I mean, it looked exactly like we were watching a, a DVD from last season or, or, or the Kansas City game a couple of years ago. And the other problem is it's like, all right, if this gets super tough and you know, you've got to be handling defensive issues, how in tune with everything else is all your operations set so people know what they're supposed to be doing. And um, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot on, a, on the plate for a team and a coach that have had some blunders over the last couple of years. Obviously, K- the KC 13 seconds game. We'll see how it plays out. I don't love it. Matt Perino on Cofield and Company, ESPN Las Vegas. All right, let's do the Bills by the betting numbers. Uh, first of all, AFC East, favored, plus 125. Jets are next at plus 250. Dolphins, 3-1. to one. Pats, 8-1. to one. What team could possibly catch them from behind? I think Miami. Um, the Jets have the best defense, maybe in the NFL, uh, which I think is going to do do good things for them. But I, I'm not sold on their offense. I'm not sold on Aaron Rodgers being able to make it through a 17-game season, especially in this uh, division with the, how good the defenses are. I mean, the, the Patriots, they could be in the mix for the, one of the best defenses in the league. So these teams are going to beat each other up. Uh, I think the Bills are a bit battle-tested. I think they added some depth in very important areas. And I also think, like, the Jets, like, were the one team last year that just completely shut down Josh Allen. Like, and so I think there might be a little bit of a flip there this year. Dorsey's in year two. I think that they'll probably have some things figured out, especially in the opener. And if the Jets lose the opener against the Bills on Monday night, their schedule over the first seven or eight games is really, really tough. So if they're, like, sitting at 500 or below 500 – and they're the talk of the national talk shows every every week, and depending on what's going on with Rodgers, does this thing kind of go the same route as it did in Green Bay last year? And I think Miami, people are sleeping on them. If, if Tua stays healthy, I have them in line with the Bills. I think they're as good as the Bills. I think Vic Fangio coming over is going to uptick that defense a little bit. Uh, they're going to improve. Even with Jalen Ramsey missing time, I think their defensive line's pretty good. And offensively, I mean, they're just going to try to boat race everybody. And I think that they can, for the most part. I don't know if anybody's going to have answers for them. So uh, I, I like Miami in the division. I still have the Bills winning the division, but I think Miami it could be neck and neck all the way to the end. We've got about 60 seconds, so we'll go rapid fire and a bunch of odds here. Uh, win total for the Buffalo Bills, 10.5, but the over is minus 145. Over. Wow, that was quick. Okay, that was good. Uh, make the playoffs, pretty heavy favorite to make the playoffs. Is there a chance there's some value? You just mentioned the depth of the division. Make the playoffs, yes, is minus 300. No, it's plus 250. Uh, I hate that idea. Just because Sean McDermott, for all of his faults, he is an elite, and that's why I was so quick on that first one. He's an elite regular season head coach. Like he gets his guys up to play. Uh, they're competitive. They lost three games last year by a combined eight points. They lost Von Miller for half the season, Micah Hyde at the beginning of the season, and Allen played half the year with you know one arm basically. So I, I, I think they're still going to be very competitive and be there in the end. Josh Allen MVP plus seven fifty. I love that bet. I love that. Look at Adam laughing. I I I just think he's got more weapons. I mean, obviously, I'm very bullish on Kincaid. You know, who's looked really, really good is Deontay Hardy. 
Like, they've kind of hidden him in the preseason. They let him go a little bit in this last game. But he's everything to me that Isaiah McKenzie wasn't. He is a rat guy, whereas McKenzie was get open, throw him the ball. He's fast, but he doesn't get any yards after the catch. Hardy's the complete opposite. Now, he's got to stay healthy. I love the addition of Shearfield uh, to kind of increase some things in their run games. He's a really good run blocker. Uh, and then, again, I'm, I'm bullish on Gabe Davis, and I still think Stephon Diggs is elite. Uh, when you have those kind of weapons and that those kinds of odds, what are Burrow and Mahomes? Oh, <laughs> I, was, I, put it away. I was like, what a question. Uh, we're going to run in 10 seconds. Burrow's 7-1 and Mahomes is 6. Matt, you're awesome. Find Matt Perino's Bills coverage up at Matt Perino. Thank you. Yep, take care, guys.